1: This week in League, uh, Ben Barber holds auditions for degenerate alcoholic gamblers to join his epic Broncos. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Group. It's Blakely Christmas, as this weekend we get not one, not two, not three, but four metres of Burjai Cock. No, Gary, no.
1: Step away from the Twitter machine, Mister Gullen. Plus, we preview all of the action for around
2: twenty-five of the two thousand and thirteen NRL season. All that and more this week in League.
1: Welcome to episode one hundred and thirty-five of this week in League. I'm Nate, and I'm Glenn. This week, it is a shortened episode because uh, due to illness uh, not specifically confined to uh, the two of us, actually, we got through pretty much scot-free, I think, the yeah. both of us, but uh, as far as our families, pretty much everyone else yeah, on both sides, and uh, you know, we didn't want to uh, cross-contamination of various illnesses and all that sort of shit, exactly. so um, it's a little bit late to record this week. In fact, it's like 48 hours after we normally do, so we thought that you know, the, the recaps of the games from last week are, are getting, you know, they're 48 hours more relevant than they are, and let's face it, we have people complain in the past that, you know, they're not even that relevant when you get them on, you know, sort of lunchtime Wednesday, so, you know, with that in mind, we're going to fuck off the recaps just for this week, and uh, just so it helps us get an episode out quicker for you guys, so we can sort of put it up late uh, Thursday night, hopefully you're downloading this and you're listening to it, you know, sort of first thing Friday, and uh it just makes it a bit more relevant as well. And be given that a shitload of news has broken in the last 48 hours, in fact, none it of it... Out quite well. Yeah, none of it. None of it had broken at all uh, when we would ordinarily record. So we would have been looking like fucking idiots this week, and uh, not to mention, you know, more so. And <laughs> also we would have just been kicking ourselves going, what, all this fucking awesome news has come out. And, you know, we sometimes we get a story or two stories come out that, you know, fuck us over during the week. But this week it's like six, so you know it's been a blessing in disguise. Uh, everything's all good, obviously, uh, with the health things now, and uh, you know we're back into it. And uh, yeah, that's about all there is to say about that. Back on track next week. Exactly, exactly. And um, we and, and yeah, the, the bottom the bottom line is we could have easily taken the week off, and it's has gone, fuck. It's all too hard. Yeah. But we chose not to because uh, you know this is what we do for you guys. Exactly. So uh, we love you all. Exactly, so buy a shirt if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, freeloading bitches. All right, <laughs> feedback. First, bitches. Yeah, feedback. Oh, I've saved that thing about Cogger and I haven't fucking put who got, sent it to us. What? <laughs> who sent it to the us? What the fuck is wrong with I the just, man? I just took the image and I forgot to fucking put yeah, it. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get you it. find out who did it and then I'll read out these other ones and then we'll um and you, and you we'll bust that one out at the end.
2: Yeah, we're so professional.
1: Yeah. Um... So, the first one, uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Troy underscore 79. We're not doing recaps this week, but after every single game, uh, whoever the star player was for that game, he'd tweet something based on this template. I.E. Uh, Luke Brooks. Yeah, with this, for example, yeah, the one, the one I actually starred was Sean Johnson, but yeah, Luke Brooks would have been one as well. He said, uh, you know, for example, I bet the Broncos are ringing Luke Brooks' as manager tonight to see if he has a sick father in Brisbane. <laughs> Hash. Cunts, and, and then and then the official hashtag for whatever that game was, yeah. and he did that for every single game. You know, sometimes several times. So, it's a resilient man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I just want to give him a shout out because I mean, just just the general format of that tweeting was sensational. I fucking loved it, and um, you would have heard one of those for every recap <laughs> if we had to put them in there. Um, Going from a uh, someone by the name of uh, Mister Underscore Sando, and he said. Uh, I wonder if it's Chris. (laughs) He (laughs) said, um, "I plug you guys on SBR four and lots of NRL freaks over there. Hopefully, get more listeners. Stay funny, hash it, real talk. So, um, that's good. Uh, The SBR four, yeah, stay funny. I mean, I I thought we were just dead serious, and you know, this is real talk. I mean, real talk's not funny. Well, I haven't tried to be funny once
2: in the whole duration of the show.
1: (laughs) Yeah." All right, um, Dragons underscore Red V has said, uh, how about doing a TWI NFL podcast? Would love to listen to you two flirt all year round. <laughs>
2: again? again I respond, this is right up there yeah. with that fucking bogus fucking douchebag 13 tweet we got <laughs> yeah. the other day. Um, yeah, look, I, there's no flirting. Yeah, but... I mean, but, but the, there's not many people on earth I, I dislike more than you, Nathan.
1: <laughs> now, I, I said, I just replied, you know, yeah, you know, less hurtfully, uh, and said, "Look, I don't think Glenn's really into NFL. To be perfectly honest, I don't think he's got a team, or you know." Any of I, that. Don't, I find it hard to pick
2: a team in any American sport.
1: Yeah, because
2: just that the changing <laughs> of the players and and like their stars can just be traded on a fucking whim. and yeah, yeah. I just find it hard to get attached. Yeah. Um, but who are you following? In the NBA. You follow someone, did, don't you? Did you just listen to what yeah, I? Yeah, but don't you know?
1: Well, don't you, you no, got I've it, always yeah.
2: been an Allen Iverson guy. I was always okay. an Allen Iverson guy, but I was never a 76ers fan as okay. such. You know, Dominique Wilkins was my favorite player of all time, but um, but I do follow the NFL. I, you know, I'll sort of recap the results, and if there's a game on, I'll, I'll catch it. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't follow it religiously, and certainly not enough to um to be able to podcast a podcast. It. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit the same as far as like the expertise level required to host a podcast. Although some would say we've got no fucking expertise whatsoever in in, uh, in, in football, in rugby league. So yeah, you know, we
2: can we can paint over the cracks.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. We can paint over the cracks a little bit, but uh, yeah, I'm a I'm Atlanta Falcons for life. I've been following them since about 1987, and uh, yeah, one Super Bowl appearance in that time. So the best thing is when they finally get good, and they have been getting better, and they have been pretty good over the last couple of seasons. But uh, you know, when they finally crack it for a win. Uh, I've suffered long and hard, not like these fucking people that, you know, just jumped on the heat, you know, within the NBA yeah, recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So, um, and I've seen a couple of people jump on San Francisco 49ers, no names, but um, Trotters. Um, <laughs> you know, just when they decide to get good again as well. But, you know, that's how it is. And, and the NBA, like I say, I don't have a team in the NBA. I mean, well, I'm looking at a, a Brooklyn Nets cap. <laughs> But then if you look around the corner, I've got Boston Celtics, Shoes. Uh, Adidas yeah. superstars. You're just
2: whoring yourself out to anyone And I've got, a, and take I've got your
1: money. And I've got a Luttrell Sprewell um, Knicks jersey upstairs as well. So- <laughs> I was going to say, Necktie, <laughs> Pull it real tight. Yeah. I just captured my imagination. He was choking that coach. <laughs> captured my imagination that shit, shit like that goes on. So, yeah, he became my favourite player for a minute. <laughs> Sad story, Latrell Spruel. Well now it's he's gone broke. Now he's got fuck all. Yeah, yeah. He's got to put the piss in. Squandered a lot, and he had he he made many many millions out of the game too. I love
2: I love that his seven million dollar contract extension wasn't enough to feed his family. Yeah. I love it. That okay. is my favourite.
1: Who's he trying to feed? Fucking Jerk John- athlete <laughs> story of all time. He's, he's trying to feed John Hart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: He's like my brothers Trotters and John Just I, I can't feed him. I can't feed him with this seven million.
1: Yeah, seven million, you could buy a hog's breath. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Now um, we had a tweet from Dan J eighty seven. who said, "Hey guys, just got on your podcast. Love it. Keep it rolling. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Um, Love your work, buddy. Yeah, NS uh, China." North Sydney Bear North Sydney what? Bear and He's got the North Sydney Bear logo and, um, oh, yeah, Poor oh, him yeah. He said uh, I'm in Seattle having a beer And I find a guy with this stubby holder Good guy, good There's no escape And you look at the picture And it's a Manly 2008 Grand Final 40 nil Oh <laughs> uh, God. Stubby cooler So pretty much the finest That would um, cut real deep too Yeah For a Bears fan Yeah Yeah oh. Exactly and like That's it, uh, Magnificent. And uh, Benny two seven, he's caught on to the um, he's caught on to what I do. Like normally when I'm picking tweets for the games to read out, because it's hard to copy and paste from the from Tweetbot on the Mac that I use, the the format's fucked up. I usually get them off the website, but to limit them and like you know cut them down, I sort of, you know, go through and fave the ones we're going to use. Yep. And um, he's done a tweet through the week and said, like, I think it was on Wednesday, so I can't believe this week in League didn't fave any of my tweets from the weekend. He's like, hash, I want my 15 seconds. So, I faved that one. And <laughs> yeah. then, and immediately, like, literally the second I saw it, because it popped up on my screen. I was like, all right, they're fucking fave. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, smart ass. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, as it turns out, mate, the reason why is because, obviously, the aforementioned reasons. Um, and also, you didn't tweet anything of note. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and you pick the quality. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, there it is. Uh, so that's Twitter now. Let me just uh, All right, uh I have a name. Oh, you got the name? Yeah, good. Pete. Pete.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got a Twitter handle as well. What's Twitter handle? At year of a Oh, of
1: course, year of pen. And yeah, and 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 he's a he's a sensational supporter of the show. Uh, bought a revelation shirt. Tremendous. Love his work. And he sent a tweet.
2: He's quite handsome.
1: Oh yeah, you know, he could he could model the shirts on the side. And I think he thinks he's
2: a bit gangster too by the looks of his uh Abby. So he's, what holding, up, he, what he's was, holding up a gang symbol.
1: He's the uh, West Side. <laughs> <laughs> well he's Europe oh. Panther, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> why would he why would he have an accent?
1: I was just you know He did he, he's you didn't from get penrith. It, <laughs> yeah, well I mean, you know, that's a, that's what they that's what they do. Right. Excellent. Um, are you going to read out his little? <laughs> What's re- read read the th- what did he say in the tweet first. I don't, I don't have the, the text of his actual tweet itself. He
2: says, uh, <clears throat> obviously, to your your good self and
1: myself, found this little gem in Big League, referencing nineteen eighty five season. And so he's thrown us a, a screenshot of Big League magazine, yeah. and there's a section there that uh, that Western Suburbs Magpies round sixteen.
2: Can I can I do the honour? Yeah, oh, yeah, please do. I mean, you need to re-
1: yeah, you need to read this. I find this first little bit. A little bit derogatory. I
2: find it inspirational. I find it derogatory. Inspirational, I think. Little Trevor Cogger.
1: He's only little guy.
2: Oh, he's a fucking man of great stature. Yeah, like, you know, as far as heart and stuff. Exactly. Little Trevor Cogger, the Magpie's most consistent player all season, put some of the big Magpie forwards to shame at Brookvale last Sunday. I find this hard to read. While Manly ran right, Cogger tackled himself to the point of exhaustion was a great effort from a little bloke, Coach Gen- Ken Gentle said
1: later. It's a pity we don't have a few more like him. 16 more, perhaps. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny. I like the furnace that has tackled himself to the point of exhaustion because it reminds me of like, the wording of that guy doing the halftime speech where he's talking yeah. about the, the woman who shit herself. <laughs> and, you know, she, she pushed herself to the fucking- <laughs> like, to limit. And she, and she didn't
2: win, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my point. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that's sensational. And I mean, what a what a this week in league themed little screenshot that was. I mean, it had it all. It had it had Maggie's for you. Yeah. It had Trevor Cogger, obviously, who's a hero of the show. And it had Manly running right, which is what's happened ever since we've done this show, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, you know, fantastic.
2: And nine eighty five, they were <laughs> still trotting around at Lincoln Mobile in those years. The golden age. The golden age. Yeah, some would say the days where, and you know, I don't condone excessive alcohol consumption at rugby league games. Yeah, but. I'm just saying that at Lickamaville, we used to sit on the hill, and Dad and his mates before they used to, you know, stop you bringing large eskies of beer yeah. into the ground and putting on the hill. <laughs> um, my dad was a large man. That was very a large, though. Man. He was a massive dude, right? Yeah. And he's had his best mate, Uncle Kev. Yeah. Not surprisingly, he was equally as not large. Your real, not your real uncle. Probably t- no. no. <laughs> probably two foot taller than Dad. Yeah. Uh, massive man. And they had this fucking esky, which was about five foot long and three foot wide. So <laughs> it's like 100 litres. <laughs> it's like fucking chock full of uh, is old for dad. Yeah. And, um... Oh, fuck, do I know what Uncle Kev used to drink? And, um, you know, the other boys would fucking be there on the hill. Yep. They'd take it out empty. Yeah, of course. Drive home.
0: <laughs>
2: Honestly, they wouldn't oh, we only had to, go, had to go from Lidcombe
1: to Auburn. But, yeah, but you know what? Like, you know... Do you think, you know, I mean, I think the can throwing thing in Origin fucked that up for everybody.
2: Yeah, I think so. Because
1: before then, there's no real things that I can really remember that, you know, would say why you can't have nice things in it, sitting in the outer. Exactly. And, like, my, my dad's not throwing any fucking cans. It's a waste. Exactly. You can't throw a half load of grenade. Why would you do that?
2: Mainly because he drank stubbies. Yeah. But-
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck, they would have added some spice <laughs> bottles, yeah. smashed, and cuts
2: heads. But, it, really, when you've had, like, Oh what was it what was his I don't know Dad was never one to speak of records, Nathan, he was never that so never you're... went for the David Boone moment, you know, I drank so many beers yeah, and yeah. never went for that. But I know that he um he polished off and this is no word of a lie, my dad was not a bullshitter. Yeah. And um <laughs> he didn't mind a beer and he was a large gentleman, as I've already pointed out. Um, he had a takeaway shot, Granville Takeaway, yep. um, on the main street there in Granville, just near the uh, train station. And um, he, he was a hard-working man. He finished, shut the shop up, started to shut the shop up a little bit early and, and sort of cleaned it up until uh, about nine thirty, ten o'clock. So, yep. say from 6 o'clock yep. till 10 o'clock, he had a few sneaky stubbies, um, 12, 12 stubbies okay. he had, and got breath tested on the way home and passed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell
2: that's not bad how does one do that that's defying some sort of fucking
1: Cause I, of physics I remember when we you know when we were about that many down and it was before the game had even started before we, it was pretty much when we arrived at the 2011 grand final we were about that many down yeah
2: I wasn't passing yeah. shit I, was, no. I might have been passing out that's about as close as I was going to passing anything
1: people who met us for that the one and only time in that meetup up then yeah. remember us being fucking spastic yeah <laughs>
2: i just well, remember going i've got to get as drunk as i can as fast as i
1: can because these manly cunts are
2: fucking starting to piss me off
1: and i was like that too except i just you know just just to make it even more enjoyable and the funny thing is the reason why i know that we must have come off pretty drunk at that day is because often people will be like i'll say oh you're such and such on twitter yeah we met at the grand final like oh you remember that <laughs> <laughs> it's so true <laughs> okay um <clears throat> facebook gary cox Uh, who who actually it's funny (laughs) actually I I don't even know if I should say it because I don't want to fucking invite everybody to do this but um, yeah he he sent me a text today because you know one of the requirements on the parcel post thing is you know you've got to have a a, a mobile number of the sender so I stuck my Moby on there got a text today got my Tigers and Clyde shirt thanks mate you know whatever and I'm like oh god here we go now yeah, I'm going to start getting texts from cunts I don't know. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I do know I've got a list there. I mean, I know who I sent stuff to, so I, you know, I can narrow it down to 50. But, um, but, he, but he sent us a, on Facebook, he said, that two V song is one of the best efforts ever. Thank you. Andrew Weeks messaged us on Facebook and said, uh, so are you fuckers going to lay off the Central Coast Bears sometime soon? Get your own house in order. VB New South Wales Cup. Hash Tigers in decline 16. Mighty Bears 32. He's
2: clinging to a result in reserve grade. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I I just replied never or something like that. You know, come on, come on, Central Coast. I mean, yeah, you might get a Central Coast shark soon, and that's probably more than you deserve, quite frankly. Now, Ian Saguna said, uh, Hi, fellas. I have constructed a Polynesian 13 that will have Glenn reaching for multiple white socks and a litre of lubricant. (laughs) Really? Polynesian, and the funny thing is, this is what he sent to our um, private messages on Facebook, (laughs) but he he actually put a version of it on like a reply to like last episode or something like that, and it's all all that shit (laughs) sanitised. Polynesian Globetrotters 13. One, Jared Hain. Two, George Tafua. Three, Steve Matai; Four, Tim Simona. Five, Lottie Takiri. Simona. Uh, six, Benji Marshall, and uh, he's our joint captain, goal kicker. Seven, <laughs> Sean Johnson. Eight, James Tamau. Nine, Ben Roberts. <laughs> That's a bit suspect. Ten, Jared Maria Hargraves. Eleven, Josh Papali. Twelve, Sonny Bill Williams, yeah. joint, joint captain. Thirteen, Rennie Matur, joint oh, captain. Oh, yeah. Fourteen, Justin Horro. Fifteen, Felini Matteo. Sixteen, Richie Faoso, And seventeen, Manu Vadavoy. Eighteenth man, Conrad Harrell. And uh, coach, Liam Fulton. <laughs> And Why have
2: you got the whitest of white men coaching the
1: just, just someone that you worship, clearly. Uh, team sponsors. Uh, <laughs> this week in league with their limited edition big brown clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Look, you got Sonny, Bill and Rennie in there, mate. It's, it's a team after my own heart. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Catwatch. This week's Catwatch is Statwatch. Uh, proving that Jamie Soward is rugby league AIDS. This, of course, comes from Mr. Wars, yeah. who hosted the show on you know, one you, or two
2: occasions. Did you see his Facebook post about <laughs> his anniversary?
0: Uh,
1: the anniversary. Oh yeah, of about, yeah. His anniversary of meeting his, his partner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you see the one that where he ate? He won that eating challenge. At, you know, got the fastest time that eating challenge <laughs> at that, that that pub or whatever. And they've actually like disqualified it for some reason, saying not like, the plate that was too small. That it was served. Yeah. And, Fucking hell! Fucking hell! But anyway,
2: he's built like a pipe
1: cleaner. I don't know how he wins any <laughs> eating challenges. Yeah, it's because he runs like, like a pipe cleaner with a beard. He runs marathons and he, a he massive
2: just, set of nuts. He just
1: burns it off. Uh, and anyway, he sent us a cat watch, and he said, uh, "This week's cat watch is stat watch, proving Jamie Soward is rugby league AIDS." the London Broncos home crowd average for 2013 2,213 that number is obviously taken from the Gold Coast Titans school of counting people good as they've obviously been counting cups of warm beer clouds and dandruff as people <laughs> the London Broncos have won one of eight games with Sauer in the team without him this year, they won four. they won four and had two draws in 24 games On the back of Jamie Soud's poor performances, the London Broncos are looking to end their ground share with Harlequins, effectively leaving them homeless next season and possibly even relegated or even folding as the Super League competition moves to a 12-team competition. In the month after Soud left Australia, July 2013, the Australian Bureau of Statistics reported that the unemployment rate dropped with the number of unemployed decreasing by 5,700 to 705,400. On the flip side, with Soud in the UK, Australia failed to win one Ashes Test and I got a stubborn yeast infection. Soward <laughs> is the same height as Jason Alexander, aka George Costanza from Seinfeld. The murder count in UK in the 61 days leading up to Soward's arrival was twenty eight people, or two point one people a day. Over the following sixty one days, while he's been in the country, the murder rate actually dropped, with twenty nine people being killed, which is two point one seven people a day. Well actually it was two point one before, so it actually goes gone up, hasn't it? I really thought the young London Broncos fans might've gone a bit stabby. There's still time. Yeah, yeah. that's cat watch <laughs> <You're a> fucking <laughs> random dude man he's it's very it's very fucking random now um finally on the feedback side of things um I was I was teasing this earlier in the week because I was like oh yeah you know, we got an email and it was it was a very nasty hurtful email I thought <laughs> um <laughs> No, 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 it was ridiculous. It was an, what it was. It was an attempt. Of, it was an attempt of trolling, and you know, and you know, people try and make themselves famous all the time by you know saying shit on the show to get their name read out. So the person's not getting their name read out at all. Yeah, so you fuck that. You come staying now. Um, we read the email out though for your for your guys' entertainment though. Um. Hey guys, I'm a new listener to the show. I'm not the type to complain usually, but I was disgusted by last week's episode. One, you're shit fans, both of you. It's fucking ridiculous that you both aren't travelling to your team's home games every week. I make the trip down from Sydney to Sydney from Tweed Heads every home game. How can you give shit to the crowd numbers when you don't even watch your fucking teams play? Two, your analysis is amateur at best and not even original. Seriously, I heard Matty Johns give basically the same rundown of the games as you. The fact that you call yourselves the host of the best rugby podcast in the world is fucking ridiculous. Get your own material. If you want some advice on how, how you can improve slash get me on as a host, just drop me a line. In person's name. Well, let's know this before your reaction. I know. I hold, whoa there. <laughs> now, point number one. Let's go, go to the shit fans one first, Glenn. Please. Really? Really? I'm well, just going to say. I just want to say, like, cursory, a cursory internet search of the guy's very unique name indicated that, uh, one...
2: He's very <laughs> unattractive.
1: <laughs> look, he looks like Paul Giamatti if Paul Giamatti fell out of the ugly tree and fucking hit every branch on the way down. That's for starters. <laughs> But uh, you know, uh, ugly people can get laid. But you know,
2: and and they do all the time, all, Nathan.
1: And but presume, but you know, you've had two uh, kids, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, you know, this guy, yeah, you know, ain't reproducing. I'm well, just saying that uh,
2: if I was going to travel to Sydney, to Sydney, yeah, or thereabouts, for every fucking home game for the Tigers,
1: every game, period,
2: every game, no, oh, every home, home game. game, okay, so. Um, it's just not really feasibly possible for me. Um, I do invest in how many fucking jerseys have I got this year? Uh, membership. Uh, I have been
1: to numerous games over the last few seasons. Invest how many, how many hours into doing rugby league yeah. fucking podcasts? Not yeah, to mention I mean, the stuff that comes with you know making a, a a pretty good living, working hard at a fucking real job. Yeah, like- and uh, and raising kids. Yeah, difficult.
2: Um, difficult to get to every game.
1: Um, now I find it doubtful that someone that works, you know, currently at a call centre, would, uh, you know, would it be economically? What? Vo- clearly, they're not, uh, you know, paying off property look, or, maybe, or anything like maybe
2: that. Maybe we just get him on the show. like he wants.
1: Give him maybe, a crack. Maybe, but I just like to say, I just don't understand how someone who, a former three IC, not one, not two, but third in charge at an EB Games, and you know what. I was interested in E B games, I was interested in what, what would a third in charge in an E B games do? So I went down to the local one the other day, just stood out the front just to observe these fuckers in their natural environment, see what happened.
2: And I'm um, <laughs> you know, serving customers, I can guarantee you and that. You, and
1: you know what the third you know what the three I C at E B Games does? They basically fucking clean the jizz off the fucking glass panel protecting the fucking limited edition action figures. That's it. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> so well, it is a very important job. Well, I mean, this, you don't yeah. want your view of the action figures to be, you know, clouded. Through a stained glass window. But Mate, yeah, nice attempt at trolling us. Um,
1: but I mean, oh, sorry. The one, the other thing, the Maddie Johns thing as well. I actually never watch that show because, uh, yeah, I do more than one podcast a week. Plus, I actually work a uh, real job, uh, my own business, and um, and two kids. So I don't have time. I don't have time to watch. I don't even watch the fucking footy show. I don't watch. All I watch is the games of football on the weekend. The, other, the the ancillary programming that goes around rugby league can get fucked because, I mean, quite frankly, I don't have the time to watch fucking shows. I haven't, shows. Monday, I haven't Tuesday, watched Wednesday, the whole Thursday, Friday, episode Saturday, of,
2: of, of Sturlo or NRL 360 or Maddie Johns' show. I've not watched the whole episode. Um, it might be on sometimes as I'm sort of flicking about the house or tr- running around after Jackson or whatever. Um, to say that, you know... Cop in the same rundown as
1: Matty Johns. Come on, son. <laughs> so anyway,
2: how many to times to
1: continue on that question though? Yep. After Monday Night Football this week, mm-hmm. I left the TV on while Matty Johns was on, and guess what was on there? Don't know. I didn't watch it. Nothing that we do, but they did have Brian Fletcher on there doing like a. I'm doing air quotes right now that you can't see. Mm-hmm. Funny joke. Yep. I can't even remember what it was. Was but it was, hilarious? Oh, it was. It was fucking disgrace. It was when ter- footballers do funny. It was terrible. It was. It was. As, it was as unfunny as as, as this gentleman's uh, fucking ginger head is unsightly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look, it was. Look, he's had a crack. He's had a real effort at trolling us um, and trying to get on the show. It's not happening. But keep trying, champ. Keep exactly. sending us emails.
1: Exactly. And at the end of the day, you're not hearing this anyway because we say shit. You're not listening anymore anyway. Exactly. And I mean that that breaks my fucking heart because I hate to lose. You
2: don't have a heart, Nathan. Well, yeah. An that, your heart yeah well, be.
1: yeah. True. But I mean, I'm... And I'm trying to do the maths in my head, but I mean, I really fucking hate it when we lose, like, you know, zero point zero 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 one of our fucking listening audience. Now, to
2: take the diplomatic route, we're not to everyone's taste. We don't try to be to everyone's taste. If you listen and you like it, that's great. If you listen and don't like it, that's great too. Yeah. You don't hear us fucking, like... Bash your cunty emails up your ass.
1: (laughs) Oh, and now the kicker. The kicker of the whole thing. I'm still not going to mention this fucking guy's identity. But I would just like to say that he sent us a tweet. That email was sent, uh, I think, Saturday. So what's that? That's five, six days ago. Five days ago, mm-hmm. maybe six. I mean, um, my Twitter app is showing a tweet that he sent through seven days ago. Like so, either, a day, maybe two at the most uh, before the email. And uh, in all serious, though, great show, boys. I only started listening two weeks ago, and I'm loving it. Well done. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So, dumb motherfucker, you can't even, you, I mean, I, I award you troll, I mean, I, A plus for effort, but execution is like, you know, an F would be generous, I think, because really, I mean, you just made a cock of yourself, and you don't even get your name read out anyway, so It's like go, fuck yourself, cunt. News time, and this week, because we're pressed, fuck it, no clock, can't be fucked, let's just get into it. Um, Shandor Earl, that's the one that's come out today, uh, one of these you know, fateful things that has happened, You know, like a, a news art, all this news came out this week uh, after we ordinarily were recorded, so we got it this week. Canberra Raiders winger Shandor Earl may be banned for life after NRL revealed he had admitted to the use and trafficking of peptides. He's facing a two-year ban for peptide use and four years to life. For trafficking, after NRL boss Dave Smith said the player had admitted to using and trafficking the substance CJC 1295, promoted as a substance that helps reduce fat and repaired injured tissue, I could fucking use that at the moment, actually, with my shoulders. So could you? I guess I need CJC 1295. So, if anyone knows Shandor's phone number, hit us up. I'm <laughs> oh, pretty sure
2: he's yeah. not still doing it. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, yeah, exactly. I, I saw someone on Twitter say that um. You know his phone better be at the bottom of a bucket of water right now, <laughs> like you know, if he's fucking exactly. smart. Um, Asada told uh, News Corp that CJC 1295 was considered by the World Anti-Doping Agency to be a substance that triggers the release of growth hormone. Earl has been issued an infraction notice by the NRL and become the code's first major scalp of the Asada investigation. He can accept a looming Fuck NRL sanction. Major around? Yeah, yeah. Well, only uh, or fight at a tribunal. He's been suspended immediately from playing. Dave Smith said at the press conference, Earl had made admissions of both use and trafficking performance enhancing peptides he hinted at his looming faith, faith, faith on his Twitter account before the announcement posting hash truth and it was like a, an image that he had there I can't even remember like, it was an inspirational. Yeah, like an inspirational thing about you know getting knocked down and you know blah 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 So Smith said that he's uh, agreed to stand down and he's uh, subsequently been stood down. He admitted to use and trafficking of peptides. He made an admission and we issued an infraction notice. We've stood him down and his provisional suspension. From the outset, we've made it clear in relation to performance-enhancing substances we would follow due process to ensure our game is clean. I want to make it very clear that the broader ASADA investigation is continuing. Like everyone involved in the game, we believe it needs to be brought to a conclusion as quickly as possible. There's no place for drugs in our game and the sweeping actions we've taken in relation to new drug testing and the formation of the Integrity Unit this year underline our commitment in that area. Uh, Don Ferner. Fucking tough week for him. The club understands the allegations made against Shandor Earl relate to a time prior to his arrival at the club. They added they only learned about the allegations this afternoon and would wait to be fully briefed about the matter before making further comment. Earl, who played for Penrith and the Roosters before Canberra, had publicly denied drug allegations previously. In fact, he said, I was shocked at the allegations raised, and I absolutely deny any wrongdoing. So, uh, yeah, okay. um, What a surprise. Shandor Earl was full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, So, yeah, that's the story at the moment. Obviously, I don't want to get into the AFL too much, but Essendon got fucking fucked up the arse with a red hot poker the other
2: day. Look, I, you know, at the end of the day, if if all this, which really started to break, when, last year? Or in the pre-season this year?
1: It was about, it was was early, it was like March, February
2: um, March. If if this entire investigation um, and all the rumours and innuendo and interviews and research and... Uh, interrogation that's going on lands the, the prized scalp of Shandor Earl, I'll be the uncle of a fucking monkey. Yeah. Um, I suspect there's more to it. Um, and the key point in in the uh, allegations raised against Shandor is um, he's been done for trafficking, trafficking, which means the drugs have gone through him to someone to else. Someone else. Um, and is and, he given them up?
1: Is he giving those well, guys up?
2: A, a very important part of of the, some of the statements made today was um that he has requested a discount in his um in his sentence uh for his cooperation and oh. his uh, and the information that he's been able to provide the authorities so um these sorts of guys don't fuck around if you're go if you're asking for a yeah. discount you want to give them something that's worthy of of said discount um, and that's other people's names in their eyes they
0: you know, they're it's, not going to be the content only, with that's the only um, thing. I reckon. a fringe
2: first grader, no. um, being the 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 sole scalp of their investigation. There's more to it. Yep. Uh, there's bigger names to come by the sound of it, and um, and and I suspect that Shandor's name is going to be mud, not Earl. Yeah, and think, or know, this, as it
1: were. Yeah, and, and Chandler, like, I, I hate the cheats. I hate you know. I think anyone who's used uh, the, you know the peptides in an illegal way or whatever you know needs to you know take their you know copper sweet whatever their suspension may be. Sure. But, ah, uh, chandelier, you know, snitches get stitches, man. Fucking, yeah. don't, be, don't be a fucking snitch. You fucking little bitch. Okay, Benny Barber. The Broncos have uh, secured Ben Barber in what was probably the worst kept, you know, it wasn't really a secret, but, you know, it was clearly always going to happen. Um, you know, the way the news was being leaked was obviously leading only to one place, and that was Ben Barber signing with the Broncos. It's and like he's the hooker st- <laughs> with herpes. I
2: don't got no herpes. You got herpes. Look at those scabs. What do you call them? That's maybe that's just my personal experience.
1: You're reliving some shit right now. <laughs>
2: it's insane. She's trying to deny it. She yeah. was all
1: all bulldogs, so he uh, couldn't deny it. There is a uh, there is a transfer fee, a uh, three hundred grand once-off transfer fee to the bulldogs, which is not like it's not a massive amount of money to be honest. Uh, he signed a three-year deal with the Broncos though, and um, and it allows him, of course, to live closer to his family uh, in Brisbane. You know, which was is the whole crux of the matter, being released on compassionate you know, grounds and all that sort of thing. So, um, the deal, uh, Brisbane have been prevented from paying Barber more than he would have earned over the final two years of his broken contract with Canterbury, which I think is a very good thing.
0: Excellent. Um, idea. it's
1: understood he was about he was going to earn about four hundred grand a season, but that is uh, likely to be boosted by a string of third deals from Queensland-based businesses. So I wonder, is like, does that mean that the the contract conditions? The Brisbane themselves can only pay him what he would have got at the doggies, but yep. they can bring in third party massive shit, because that's the case they're just circumventing it. Possibly. Which would which would be bullshit. I mean, if he, he, would he was think actually the restricted to, would have, he would have had
2: you know plenty of third party deals going on at the Bulldogs, given his standing in the game. Yeah, you know, but he was due than- for
1: remember he was due for an upgrade at the Bulldogs, and he wasn't apparently on a great deal of money, mm. and he was due for you know the upgrade was coming, and you know then he was going to get into the stratosphere. At the end of the day, if it's within the rules, you can't really argue with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Raylene Cartes also said that uh, there were many complicated elements that needed to be considered around Ben's request for a release, and we're pleased to, uh, to have achieved a result that leaves everyone comfortable with the outcome. While we've worked extremely hard with Ben, uh, with his football and his personal life, we accept both of those things will be better if he's with family. And, um, and Bar was like, oh, you know, Greenberg and Hazlitt, you know, it saved my footy career and saved my life, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, way to show gratitude, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> when I was struggling there at the start of the year, those two guys stuck beside me and kept me at the club and got my feet back on the ground I can't be thankful enough for what they've done <laughs>
2: except for the fact that I'm leaving um, look I there's there's the argument out there that says if he probably didn't get involved with you know alcohol and, and gambling etc and, and involved with the wrong types of people his family would probably still be living with or, or close by him in Sydney mm-hmm. and he would be able to stay with the Bulldogs and um, so there is the argument that he has brought a lot of the situation upon himself, and people are pandering to his to his requests, um, and because he's crying, you know, he's bleeding heart. Yep. But having said that, that view's is
1: one hundred percent right.
2: Though. <laughs> oh look, I just I think the Bulldogs were never going to get the best out of him if they didn't, um, if they didn't grant his his request, then they were never going to get the best out of him. Um I just wonder but who needs
1: it in New South Wales Cup anyway, you let him fucking rot.
2: He's going to a he's going to a club which is a one team town. hmm Um he's gonna his profile's gonna be extremely high up here. And he's gonna be exposed to a, a you know, a lot of elements that could potentially lead him astray again. So then you know, if he's not significantly rehabilitated from his issues
1: Hey, he um, had two weeks of therapy, <laughs> and
2: man. that's what I'm talking about. Um, you know, any any sort of addiction when you you know that type of personality that can be influenced in such a way that could lead you down that sort of path. Um, I know myself; I have that type of personality. Yeah. I, I fucking, I I'm a prime candidate to to have a massive addiction or something like drugs or alcohol or, or
1: Polynesian a, cock.
2: Or some would say that I don't want to say too much But for Burgess, Um But It's It's a constant thing It's something you have to Consistently work at To To not give in to To vices And, and temptations Etc And um, And try and maintain a You know A somewhat heter- heterosexual Lifestyle I mean oh, wait Hang on We're talking about Ben Barber here um, <laughs> um, So I just I just think that A lot of those elements Are going to be Only amplified in Brisbane Rather than in Sydney where, you know, there's a lot of footballers down there and etc. So his profile up here may lead to those sort of temptations raising their head again. And hopefully um, he has learned enough from his previous experiences where um, he can go down a different path and, and rebuild his family life and, and, you know, be a good father to his kids, which is obviously what he's trying to be. And I commend him for that. You know, he if he's seen the error of his ways and, and wants to be a better father and, I don't know what the chances of resurrection of the relationship is. I'm not privy to that information. But um, if all that he can salvage out of it is be- being a better father to his kids,
1: then you can't really begrudge a man that. No, believe yeah. me, I see it. <laughs> Quite frankly. You're so harsh. I've <laughs> got, himself- I, 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 got no sympathy for fucking people that, you know, put themselves in situations. You know, you make your bed, fucking deal with it, but don't expect sympathy for it. Fight your ass, fight your fucking way out of it, you know. Impress the world and you know, let them see what a great fucking comeback story you are. But you know, don't fucking expect me to cry for you while you are fucking on the on the rebuilding path. Fair enough. You did it, man. Fuck. Hey um,
2: it was not me. I'm still living that heterosexual lifestyle.
1: <laughs> um, and know, th- yeah, the person that's put in a fuck position here is Josh Hoffman. He's um yeah. he's, he's he's been going through negotiations to extend his uh you know his stay in Brisbane. Uh, he's put him on hold though because um, he had a meeting with Anthony Griffin on Wednesday, and um, sorry on Tuesday to. Uh, Basically, telling that you know Barber was going to be coming, you know Griffin met uh, met uh, Hoffman to tell him that, and um, he he said that he made it clear that Barber's signing was entirely fortuitous and didn't reflect a lack of faith in Hoffman, but uh, Hoffman apparently left the meeting fuming. Uh, later, telling a teammate, he's now resigned to weighing up his future. Rightly so, too.
2: Which you can sort of understand. Um, it's, it it does put him in a pretty ordinary position, and he's been playing his guts out. He, he's. Both the best fullback and the best winger in the club. Yeah, I
1: think that it's actually... um, And, like, i only just had this thought just now, so I haven't, like, you know, put it through the fucking ringer to test it. But I dare say he may be one of the most mistreated Broncos players of all time by the club. Yeah, hard to say.
2: I, I haven't got any names to...
1: Yeah. I mean, think about it, you know, he got fucked over, shut, you know, stuck out to the wing and had to watch Corey Norman make a clusterfuck as their season went down the fucking, mm. like, the Hindenburg. Then he gets moved back to fullback finally their form turns around. it their form turns around obviously on the back of him and I mean his returns from you know, kicks and stuff like that have been sensational and defence and you know stuff like that exactly and now yep yeah, we appreciate what you've done now fuck off to the wing have you here. met Is Ben you? Barber yeah Ben Barber you know you've, you've uh, obviously you, know, you seem to be squeaky clean Josh you uh, haven't really read your name in the papers except for what you've done you know, your D's in the football field but you know he's this degenerate that's going to take your spot <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I actually feel for him and I can't say I've ever felt anything for a Broncos player in I my if life. I wonder um, if he'll rock up at the Cowboys it's possible They're he'll be custom made to replace Matt desperate by for a fullback yeah, yeah I agree I agree and you know maybe they wouldn't mistreat him because let's face it I mean they treat fucking wife beating cocksuckers they've like kings they on some cunts yeah, yeah exactly so <laughs> what are they going to do with the guy that's fucking got no baggage other than a, a burning desire to fuck the Broncos every time he takes a field against them.
2: I I don't have an answer to that question. Yeah, It's exactly. not within the Cowboys' makeup. that's going to be a whole new frontier for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah,
1: so I, I, yeah, I hope he does leave the Broncos. They don't deserve a player like that. Fuck them. <laughs> that's
0: harsh.
1: <laughs> and speaking of players, people don't deserve shit. Blake Ferguson. Eesh, the Raiders, they finally stood him down because he's just kept... No, he's been no-showing. I mean... Last two weeks, last two games, he's uh not been watching the team. However, he hasn't been selected either, but he hasn't been injured either. And, you know, geez, they could have used him in the game, the, the manly game on the weekend. But it's it's come out now that um, he's made himself available. He just hasn't been selected. So Junimans must be acting on instructions or requests from the playing group that they were sick of Ferna, you know, bending over to, you know, accommodate this guy for, you know, fuck up after fuck up. And they took a stand and they didn't want him in the side, you know, Definitely to the detriment of their performances and perhaps finals aspirations. Sure. Um so he's been stood down now because he's been actually you know, he's been eating schnitzels or you know, the pub food he loves so much, you know, while you know, interstate <laughs> while the team's been playing. <laughs> um so they've they've stood him down and um they have found him now, but uh, yeah, he, he's, he's been missing training. Uh, they had trouble making contact with him, and so they, uh, we've been left with little choice but to stand Blake down from all playing and training duties until we find out why he's missed scheduled training commitments and why he's been drinking while injured, which is a clear breach of the club's rules. He's begging to get sacked, is what he's doing. Exactly. He's, I, I dare say he is, uh, he's definitely played his last game. For the Raiders, where he ends up though, who knows? Because at this point, with the rules he's breaking, given what he's got pending the charges and what he did to actually get you know suspended and almost deregistered in the first place, I think he's looking at deregistration at this time at this stage. And isn't it funny that his advisor, Anthony Mundine, this is exactly what happens any time Mundine advises someone—they just go fucking mental and get
0: sacked
1: out of their team. Well, I don't know. Sonny Bill got sacked, did he? he just well, no, but me. I mean, but he but he also you know had a monumental media AWOL. frenzy yeah, AWOL to start with massively fucked over his club fucked off overseas you know and don't forget you know Solomon Amono was knocking around with Mundine as well back in the day When the, you know he he's just a cancer to football players he should stay well fuck away whether he's their uncle or not look Blake Ferguson tremendous talent
2: mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it but um, on the flip side of that tum- tremendous talent is a complete and utter fucking douchebag. oh the and, worst of the worst um we're just I'm running out of fucking expletives to describe this guy. Uh, imagine Imagine if you were related to someone that had some absolutely amazing God given talents as a football player, or in anything really. Yep. And then every other week there's a fucking oh he's tried to pick someone up, pick a girl up like a bowling ball, He's uh, he's got done for driving unlicensed and, and speeding, and speeding yeah. um, he's been drunk whilst on the roof, he clearly states in his contract <laughs> that he's not allowed to be drunk whilst injured, um, and he was up on a roof taking photos, so he was completely flouting the rules, yep. um, not showing up to training, again drunk whilst injured, like, what other football club would look at that and go... Look at look at that rap sheet and um and go, you know what? You know what I think's a good idea? You know what I reckon we should do, guys? Sitting around a boardroom table, boys, great idea. Let's sign Blake Ferguson. <laughs> you'd get up and you'd punch that person in the face, surely. Yeah. yeah. He'll turn our season around. He'll turn our club around, Blake Ferguson. <laughs> Fucking give me a break. Just
1: sack the cunt. Yeah, and if he's like, not, he doesn't if, deserve the privilege of being a professional athlete. And if he's not deregistered, the thing is, he's been he's been knocking about with Todd Carney while <laughs> he's been AWOL. So then now you get in a situation where you know we see our cross section of fan reactions on Twitter. Obviously, first and foremost, where he could end up at the Sharks again, and mm. then you've got like only about a quarter of the Sharks that I can see going fuck him. There's some like fucking. <laughs> that becomes so shit off with Ben Pomeroy in their side. They just want to swap him out with a exactly. like, dude that left them and on the way out said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm PS, fucking off. fuck you guys. Yeah, P.S., I'm going to a place where, I, where I've got a chance of winning a grand final. Fuck off. Yeah. Um,
2: I just, I don't fucking get it. Um, if the NRL commission has any any fucking balls about it, they'll say, that's not the type of athlete we want representing our code, and um, you can go ply your trade in French trade. rugby union slash...
1: Fucking, I don't know. Boxing, paint, drawing with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck off. Um, Penrith Panthers, they've changed their logo. They had a bit of a fan forum. Uh, I think it was last night, and uh, they've taken the the Penrith off the off the logo. It's just the Panthers now. They don't want people to know where they're from. It's uh, it's gonna be used for next season. And uh, Phil Gould, the Gus, Gussie gave him a preview on the the Wednesday night thing, and um, we've seen it. It's you know, it's got like a a, a panther and um panthers written underneath it in a really fucking weird if if it's the one we've seen going around on twitter is the actual thing the way that the panthers itself is written the font and everything it looks fucking shithouse i'm not even a massive fan of the pose and the 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 panther either i think the the old chocolate soldiers panther was better yep than that one Yeah. um
2: and i didn't really have a great deal of issue with their existing logo no a little bit cartoonish, but... Quite frankly, I think taking This the, one looks more cartoonish.
1: Taking the region mm. off there, I think they're just, you know, they're just preparing themselves to an inevitable move to Perth and part of the five-year plan.
2: Well, they're probably preparing, preparing for the Jamie Sout apocalypse.
1: They talk That's about owning doing. the West and everything, so, you know, fuck off to Perth and you can own the whole fucking West.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Clearly,
2: once Jamie, Stout, Jamie Sout starts trotting around for him, uh, doing his fancy dance... Mm-hmm. I don't want people looking at his jersey going, That guy's in Penrith. He's from fucking Penrith, that Jamie Soward. Let's go and burn the whole joint down. <laughs> yeah, um also um, They could have done so much more, I think. Yeah. yeah with I a Panther, so. it's it's something that lends itself to a, a lot of pretty awesome ideas. Um you know, for logos and um and, and branding in general, and I think they've missed the mark.
1: Yep. Like Sex Panther. Yeah. That that wasn't where I was going with oh, it. Okay. Um, cool. And uh, also, speaking of Sex Panther, they have announced that, uh, that Roy Simmons- And there's a Sex Panther. Or if he was from uh, Brazil, it'd be Royce Simmons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> fucking random, but anyway. Oh you know, like Royce Gracie, that's all I'm saying. Um, and he'll rejoin them um, in, in administration, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be the receptionist or something. And um, they're renaming the Winds of Wolves, and I think this one is a bit of a- a bit of a dog act, but there are uh, they're renaming the Windsor Wolves as the Penrith Panthers from next year. So all the history of the Wolves and Windsor. How
2: much history has Windsor Wolves
1: got? I don't know. From what i from what I've seen, there are some people that are actually uh, not in favour of that, and so you know, so I've, I've seen it on Twitter. So you know, maybe someone who knows him. Well, in that they're cat- at the
2: club and do whatever the fuck they <clears throat>
1: want. Yeah, um, and finally, uh, Cleary has got a contract extension as well, and well he's going to be too. he's going to be staying on until 2016.
2: They've made steady progress, Penrith. I think they've, they, you know, by the time their season's over and they look at what they've achieved this year, um, given the, you know, the changes in roster, etc., they've had. I think they'll be probably may have um, given some of their results um, at the back end of season might have thought that they might have achieved a little bit more. Um, but I think when you compare where they've ended up to their pre-season expectations, I think they've probably overachieved and. Um,
1: yeah, and I mean with the same sort of steady improvement that they've seen under the Cleary regime, you know, by the time he gets uh, you know to 2016, you know they probably they probably would have uh, dragged themselves up to ninth. <laughs> don't rate Ivan <laughs> so, Cleary, mate. Don't rate Ivan Cleary. Don't rate the Panthers at the moment, and I don't rate a halves combination of Sourd and Peter Wallace. No, I certainly do not.
2: Um, I think Ivan Cleary is a good coach. Uh, I think he's a good um manager of men and I think Gus Gould is among the greatest football minds um that we have and, and so that's a pretty good combination. Um having said that, those guys are the ones that come up with signing Peter Wallace <laughs> on a three year deal, so um Jamie on four. Yeah, I Fucking
1: take your pick as to which one's worse. The dude that should be carving up fucking super league, but is barely even you know, he's actually made his team less competitive. <laughs> Wasn't well, that a genius move? And raise the murder rate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, next one, we alluded to this at the top of the show. Gary Gallen, <laughs> Paul Gallon's continued an attack on former Sydney Roosters coach Brian Smith over comments he made on Twitter about the Test forwards' battle with rookie Sydney Roosters forward Dylan Napper during Monday night's upset win by the Sharks. Um, uh, Smith commented on Twitter after Triple M posted a, a quote from Gallen in which he said, "I ran at uh, Napper three times and he got me once, so I'm up." So Smith tweeted back, said uh, he ran at him once and got smashed the next two times. He ran away from him to avoid further embarrassment. And uh, then then, uh, I've got the actual Twitter names. I mean, who was the other guy? It was uh, JR underscore 136. He's come out and said, uh, yeah, yeah, peptides may increase a lot of things, but heart isn't one of them. And, so, and Paul's like, oh, yeah, be careful. You know, you, you, this could be defamation. Keep you cool, Brad. <laughs> Shit. But, um, <laughs> hey, but, but Brian, man. Brian Smith jumped in there and said, what is heart? Use all physical resources. Peps give unfair advantage and available physical resources used illegally. And um, Paul Gallen said, uh, where is it? Uh, he's, he's replied to all the whole, the whole gang members. Ha ha, you people are so sad. You have no meaning in life. So you follow mine. Looser. L-O-O-S-E-R yeah. so, and there's a lot of U's like letter U's instead of you know U and all that sort of stuff and then we get the, the, the cracker in the bunch is all of a sudden one with um, without you know Gen Y shortened you know contractions of words saying this is Paul's father in response to all his critics you are also great behind your keyboards and that's as tough as you will ever be full stop a perfect <laughs> sentence and- <laughs> now honestly honestly fucking honestly and then he went on to so say, just to finish that up, um, he then said something like, uh, from the father, said, you know, Smith won an under-20s comp once and been sacked a lot. Guess this is my last time on Twitter. And so Gallen said, you know, later on the radio that his father had been responsible for the comments on Twitter, but he'd also had a dig at Smith and he said, I let him jump on and he went a bit mad, but that's the way it is. When you're in my situation, you sort of get used to it, but the people around you care about it, you don't and they don't like it. Obviously I won't be going back and forth with Brian Smith to give his life any significance. He can have his life in the sun for the next 24 hours and that's all he's good for. Um, Smith said that you know, for his part that no, he meant no offence and no offence was taken. Uh, Gallon said something about I ran at him three times and he beat me once, but I beat him twice. I wrote that I didn't think that was the situation. I thought that after he got smacked the first time, he showed some smarts. He avoided running that sort of physical contact by running towards him. Uh, but at the last minute, he changed direction, which is what a smart old bull does. Out of that has come whatever has come. I took no offence that the comments made. <laughs> Just- <laughs> how, many,
2: how many now we had Willie Mason in his phone Willie hacked. Mason hacked. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Louis' cousin Robert Louis' cousin uh, Paul Gallon's dad Yep um, Who else was in there?
1: No, oh, we had other ones like James Tamau. Uh, yeah, James Tamau. And we had. And phone we, got stolen. Fine. St- yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then we had, you know, uh, George Burgess leaking stuff. Um, yeah, but he never took it, you know, never said anything about responsibility. Oh, he know. just
2: did himself. Yeah, yeah he never like, died of responsibility. look at my massive dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Um, this isn't trying, my dad's account. This is my own dick. It's not dad's dick. It's my dick. <laughs> it's not my cousin's dick. It's and
1: then, it's we mine. Had, then we had David Warner, but it was a yeah. Like, I said you know, dick went, enough. Yeah, and then we had David Warner's brother. Yeah. yeah, tweeting, tweeting shit. Um, really?
2: Just fucking own up to it. Yeah. Give Brian Smith the greatest spray of his lifetime and say, you know what? Now me. Yeah. You know why? Because I
1: think Brian Smith's can't. And poor Galen, what are you going to fucking do about it, old man?
2: Yeah, that's frankly. right. I'll choke you out like a motherfucker. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Step into my guard. <laughs> yeah. I just... I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, just take... take and the, responsibility. The, the logistical nightmare of... When your dad lives a thousand k's away or however fucking far he is. I think he lives at
1: Twin Waters or whatever. Do you know what?
2: If I was a... Whatever. If I was famous for whatever reason, and if my dad was still alive... There's a lot of... This is a pure hypothetical. There's a lot of shit that's never going to fucking happen. One, I'm never going to be famous. One, two, dad's dead. Um, But if those things were turned around, and indeed I was famous and dad was still alive, drinking two years old on the hill at Lukeham Oval, when there's no more games... By the the dozens. By himself. uh, With his mates. But, uh, you know what he wouldn't be doing? wouldn't be fucking getting onto my Twitter account, let me tell you. He'd be like, for starters, Twitter, what's that shit? What are you, a 12 year old girl? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the sort of dumb shit my dad would say.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
2: he had a habit of saying dumb shit. Yeah. But,
1: what, well, you yeah. want to send love letters to those One Direction poofs? Yeah. Something like that? That's it. Yeah.
2: What, do you, what, what is Twitter? Is that like twerking? <laughs> Heard about twerking? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of dumb shit he would say. Yeah, yeah. Um,. If you said something derogatory about me to my dad's face Sending pictures of your of your, of your dick, you know, are you are you
1: sexting with George Burgess? No, yeah. you're, well, actually Dad, yeah that
0: is not kind of true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not in this point in time, Dad. I have done it before, but Yeah, that part yeah, yeah there is a bit of yeah. truth. To, there is an element of
1: truth to that one, Dad.
2: <laughs> I fucking knew that Birdo was right and I was talking to him at the Melton, Having a beer with him, quiet beer. Fucking Birdo was right all along, said you're gay. Um shut up, Dad. Boys hang away. This <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just morphed into my own head. Um yeah, he's not running my Twitter account.
1: This is the thing. I know that, um, you know, we're, we're both probably, you know, slightly old, slightly older than Galen, but let's say same ballpark, and our fathers would therefore be, you know, same vintage-ish. Mm. And um, I know that if I gave my father that he's my logging details of Twitter, go nuts, he wouldn't even know where to fucking start no, exactly. to even log in in the first place. And so I'm going to give him a tutorial on how to log into Twitter under my account for to what end. So one day, when Brian Smith slags me... <laughs> He can be a convenient fucking scapegoat for tweeting shit for some you know some some, uh, some unknown truths, you know, some home truths to to Brian Smith on my behalf. Anyway, bullshit.
2: Paul Gallen spent a lot of time with Greg Bird. I'm just saying there might have been a phone call. Dad, some shit's gone down. I'm going to tell Twitter that you did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, um, you know, an inspiration to yourself, old uh, Waddy Homewood. <laughs> Looking like he's going to get an arrest warrant put out against him because he's failed to show up in court to be sentenced. Really? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't he, find any clothes to wear. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he um, pleaded guilty last month to entering a playing field without authorisation and willful and obscene exposure in a public place, but the 33-year-old failed to show up to his sentencing at Burwood local court on Thursday and now faces arrest. Uh, his solicitor said that he, uh, Mr. Holmwood hasn't made himself available today. I seek to withdraw the matter from the list today. With Mr. Homewood already on two good behaviour bonds in relation to similar offences, it's likely that. Burwood Magistrate Chris Longley will issue a warrant for his arrest to ensure he attends court over the next few days. Uh, so there you go. And uh, yeah, it was only after they got him back to the station after, after the origin that they recognised he was the same offender who streaked at an NRL finals game involving West Tigers and the Warriors in 2011 that the police determined who he was. That's why we lost. Waddy. Waddy. Waddy or Lottie? Hang on, I can't remember. Yeah, what was it? I think the the reason why you lost that game, it was something to do with Lottie and and drop ball, or was it Waddy and and, and balls out? Or Oh, Oh,
2: fuck, it's it's so confusing. It's so long Um, ago, I
1: forget. You know that,
2: there's a photo there um, that we were looking at earlier, and it's got him, and he's got, He's just the way his face looks and he's ha- the way his hands yeah. are positioned, and he's got one leg up. Yeah. Do you know those Looney Tunes cartoons where Daffy Duck goes all stupid and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the voice that I hear in my head when I look at that photo. And I could just imagine him laughing like that as he's running across the field being chased by security guards. <laughs> Every time I see that photo, I think of the
1: one when they photoshopped your head onto it. <laughs> I've conveniently forgotten. Yeah, okay, uh, the next one um, Manly Winger. Jorge Tofua has been suspended for the final two games of the NRL regular season after pleading guilty to assaulting a police officer on the Gold Coast last October. Working in conjunction with the NRL, the Sea Eagles took action after Tofua changed his plea in relation to allegations he spat at a police officer outside a Surfers Paradise nightclub in the early hours of October 19 last year. So, um... <clears throat> After careful deliberation and a recent changing of legal firms, Jorge has chosen to plead guilty, but with strong mitigating circumstances, a statement put out by the Seagulls read. At the time of the incident, the club took no official sanction as the matter was under due investigative process, and Jorge had not offered any plea. But after the latest consultation with his legal representative and the NRL resulting in a guilty plea, the club believes it's now appropriate to make an announcement. So, I think, you know... I wonder what sort of element of resting there is there. I mean, given the fact that we're pretty much guaranteed to make the top four now, we're, we're guaranteed that we won't get further than th- third, um, but we shouldn't, you know, drop lower than fourth either. So at the end of the day, it's going to be east or south. Who knows? And those guys are kind of dueling out for the minor premiership at the moment. So you can't really jostle for a p- position to get one or the other because that's not decided yet.
2: So how long has it been stood down for? Two.
1: Two games. matches. Yeah, right. so back for finals.
2: Convenient. Very. Um. Pretty, I mean... It seems his, what's the word I'm looking for, his persona, mm-hmm. at least as it's been portrayed so far by the club and certainly over social media by himself. Yeah. Um. It doesn't doesn't
1: sound like his guy. <laughs> no, no, exactly. I, I think it did, they said, they do say that, you know, since the incident, he's shown unconditional remorse and regret and vowed to learn from such a setback and all that sort of thing. So, I think he might have been... Yeah, you know,
2: which you would expect. I think he might have been be pickled, fucking chops. <laughs> exactly. Um, the police have probably said something and it's angered him and... Well, the
1: police and, probably tried to Rodney King him and he's just, oh, you know... Oh,
2: fucking hell. <laughs> <him. laughs> I mean, it's not his guy. It's not his guy. <laughs> but um,
1: the, um, the other thing is I just want to say is that... I'm that just
2: I'm not, not... I mean, can Land Oysters at police officers is not an
1: advisable... No, so I can- no, 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 I, I would agree. But uh, Tuvi also admitted on Wednesday that uh, there was already doubt over his availability for Saturday night's encounter against Melbourne because uh, he was struggling with a cork. So it's even better. <laughs> have a, have a, Just relax, man. I mean, admittedly, I mean, it's not like he's not being punished. So, I mean, he's losing match payments and stuff, so he's losing income, you know, for that period. Poor him. Um, um,
2: yeah, but at the yeah. end of the day. What, what's the worst that could come out of it? A big, you know, a fine? Yeah. And he'll be back playing first grade in the finals. So yeah, he'll be back for sure. Yeah, exactly. I don't condone his behaviour by any stretch. No, I don't either. I Whether he's a professional athlete or just an everyday Joe Blow, that's pretty fucking ordinary. I,
1: bar, I, yeah. I, I think spitting on people in general, not even police. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't think i spit on a South fan, to be honest. Um, you did tend to spit on people
2: when you get excited, um, just because of overproductive saliva gland. That's my
0: diagnosis. Yeah, like, oh, oh, like
1: 2011 Great Final. I can't fucking believe you won. <laughs> <laughs> Get that in your face. <laughs> that never happened, did it? You were so drunk, you wouldn't remember. Yeah, you're right. It was raining too. It just washed straight off. <laughs> just it just slid straight off your head? <laughs> okay, um, Graham Annesley... um. Uh, sports Minister in New South Wales, Graham Annesley, uh, and of course obviously a you know, former referee, has announced he's quitting uh, He's quitting politics to become the chief of the Gold Coast Titans. He uh, told Parliament there were many aspects of politics he did not care for, and he's always felt more at home as a sports administrator. I believe I've been a good minister, but equally I'm only too happy to admit I don't believe myself to be a very good politician. He said he was sorry for letting down the Premier, his colleagues and constituents, but down by leaving halfway through a term and sparking a by-election for his seat in Miranda. I obviously acknowledge the magnitude of my decision and accept I'm letting a lot of people down Uh, Barry O'Farrell said "There's no need to apologise frankly I couldn't have asked for a better sports minister obviously I'm disappointed that we're losing him not only as a colleague a friend and member of parliament but as someone who thought he's through his portfolio was making a real difference to this state so he uh, got in um, uh, as MP for Miranda when uh, the coalition won the 2011 state election and as I said, former referee. And next month, from next month, he'll be the new chief executive of the Titans NRL Club, uh, replacing David May, who stood down earlier this year for personal reasons, which of course was specifically inability to handle the fucking trolling that I would send his way on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his muscly girlfriend was probably, probably tore him fucking limb to limb too. Dude, <laughs> the, the poor dude probably just couldn't fucking get out of bed in the morning he so power <laughs> fucked by his, by his muscle misses. he's <laughs> <laughs> like put penis
2: in here and just like, spin him around like a fucking fan
1: <laughs> so another story did you hear the one about uh, about Bo knows. Bo knows how to get knocked the fuck out on Monday Night Football? Uh, we're not doing the recaps of the game, but I thought it was really interesting that the come out since the game that um, the Sydney Roosters were out to get Bo Ryan because of his ongoing uh, Sonny Bill Williams gags. So um, some Roosters players felt the footy show uh, had crossed the line with the weekly impersonations of Sonny Bill Williams and they wanted revenge, so we had... um. And then coincidentally, he was, he was whacked in some suspicious tackles early on and sat out the second 40 minutes with concussion. So uh, it was Sonny Bill himself for his part. I mean, at least he took it into his own hands and conceded penalties, uh, you know, a shoulder charge uh, and uh, roughing him up, he conceded penalties, which was you know, I like that he took it into his own hands and it wasn't like, oh, you know, you, you, the team was like, oh, you know, you fuck with Sonny Bill. So, yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah, letters or someone fucking coat hangers him. I mean, at least Sonny Bill um, fucking, you know, did his dirty work. Who the fuck would Sonny
2: Bill need anyone else to do his dirty work? Well, I'm, I'm not saying f- sunny bill.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying phys- he's physically deficient in the ability to do it. I'm, I'm just saying, saying maybe that he should like- have walked over to
2: Bay Ryan taking his fucking shirt off. Bay Ryan would have just been a pile of fucking dust on the floor. Just hose him into the turf. Based on what? Fuck Bay Ryan. Based on fuck Bay Ryan. That's
1: what oh, I say. Oh, gee. You wouldn't have said that last year.
2: No, you're right. He doesn't <laughs> play for Tigers
1: anymore So <laughs> fuck Bo Ryan So there you go I thought it was interesting uh, That you know That they put a hit out Based on his Because um, quite frankly I mean I've been wanting Some to do it Since day one Because he's not fucking funny So uh, I know it's going to offend Some of the little fans I, I the don't um, That you know, slide well, off the seats At the thought of a fucking Bo Ryan skid on the footy show Oh my god he's so funny He went down to Bullongong And did shit, said stuff to Dragons fans Yeah fucking good. That's hilarious good I one. um Like most things on the footy show Um And
2: I choose not to watch The footy show Because of, of this very reason Um I just think things run their course, and then they continue trotting them out. Um, in some cases, for twenty years, mm-hmm. um, the same jokes, the same you know vein of humour, and mm-hmm. you know, yep, it's easy for me to say that we do the same thing on the show every week. But whatever, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, We've only been doing it for four years, so I go fuck yourself. Exactly
1: right. About sixteen more years of this shit. Exactly.
2: Bitches can feel entitled to complain about it. Look, I don't, I, I think some of his. Um, earlier stuff was was okay on the footy show. I just think a lot of it now is probably a little bit forced and, um, you know, just snippets that I see from time to time. I I can't remember the last time I actually watched a footy show, but...
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it. I watch it probably once every three months and I'm sort of like, from the perspective of... uh yeah, you know, I'll have to watch it because I can't. How, how can I bitch about it and say it's this when I don't, you know, if I haven't yeah. seen it while? So then I watch it and you get like twenty minutes and go, "Wow, this is exactly the fucking same as the last time." as the time before Was the time four? Was the time four? Having said
2: that, the um, the Benji skit was fucking gold. I think that was his finest work. And that Lily li- Lilyfield rectangle thing, that was pretty good. Um, other than that, just think it's a little bit uh, a little bit forced nowadays, but. That's just my opinion. I think I'm fucking hilarious. So, what
1: the fuck do I know? (laughs) Yeah, mate, yeah. Don't worry about that. Uh, Finally, in the bumper news section uh, suspensions. And it's the Cade Snowden situation. He's gone for the season. He got a seven-match ban for the shoulder charge, which uh, broke the jaw of Ray Ray Thompson. Uh, He pleaded guilty to a Grade 4 shoulder charge for the incident in his size 26-6 loss to the Cowboys in Townsville on Saturday night. It carried a base penalty of 650 points, plus loading for prize and carryover points from his two-match suspension for kneeing his Panthers opponent in in Round 19. Um... Frank Richard, he got a two-week ban for a grade two shoulder charge on Bryson Goodwin in uh, the Bulldogs loss on Friday night to the Rabbits. Uh, He'll be sidelined until the first week of the finals. And uh, Ben Pomeroy, he got away with a dangerous throw on uh, RTS in his side's win on Monday night. So, what I've been seeing online is, um, first I saw people saying, okay, should he have been sent off? That's the first question.
2: Um...
0: I think, it's hard
2: when you yeah. look at it. It's hard to look at just that incident without the context of the of, of the, the Pritchard of the one, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and the also the, con-
1: the the injury. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at them, if if you uh, you had them side by side and showed someone who hadn't seen either of your incidences, to, you know, turn the the uh, commentary off and just watch them. The Pritchard one looks far worse. I mean, he gets himself down. sort of looks, as far as the
2: shoulder charges go,
1: certainly looks more premeditated. lines him up and fucking belts him, whereas the Snowden one, it appears like he kind of falls into it a bit, although Snowden does sort of stand his ground and, you know, more than brace himself. He does kind of, like, you know, Mm. get his shoulder in position to, you know, and sort of line it up a bit. However, taken into context of, you know, one, you know, didn't really have anything, you know, resulting from it, and one had, like, you know, a broken jaw to the end of the season. Obviously, you know the Snowden, Snowden one. The consequences were worse. Sure, but I think as far as, like the intention and. But the,
2: are, you, are you judged, as far as send offs go? Um, are you judged purely
1: on the on the
2: end result, or are you judged on the act? Oh, because you know, like at the end end of that, Hopper it,
1: wouldn't have been sent off at all if you know the, if if Galloway had it just fucking manned up and shook that shook that flying elbow to the face. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> um, well, I
2: think he did attempt to shake it off, and his face fell off. <laughs>
1: And he didn't play for two years. He's fucked up. But yeah, yeah I know he's I know it. They brought
2: me. the medicab out and said, fuck the medicab, just
1: bring us a bucket.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> we'll try and rebuild this bucket. Show we'll, yeah. you know, us a picture of what he used to
2: look like. <laughs> Roboranger. <laughs> um, look, it's, it's a tough one. Um, I think the end result has counted against Snowden um, when you look at the grading. and um, it, It's hard for it not to when you've got a guy laying in hospital with a broken jaw. That's right. Um, yeah. um, Pritchard had form too. I think it was yeah. the start of last season. Yeah. Where was I? I remember watching... Um, he had the situation where he only got a minor. It was first round last year, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? When we yeah. were in Sydney for the UFC. Yep. Um, and we were at the casino. It was very late at night and I was watching the replay because um, I'd lost far too much money on the tables. And I was watching a late night replay of the of the Dogs game. Yep. And um, he had a, sh- a fucking pretty ordinary tackle. Yep. Then too, and I, I'm surprised that given his priors and I don't know what the loading and, and all the rest of the things that are counted as factors get, went into it but um, I thought two weeks was probably a bit
1: a bit lean yeah. yeah and I think consequences aside I mean if, if Snowden's a grade four then you know so is Pritchard's mm. at the least sure but because uh, there, there was intention and all that sort of stuff there unless Kay's just a masterful actor of you know like looking like he didn't really mean it when you know he, he knew exactly what he was yeah, doing I'm but pretty sure know.
2: that Kate Snowden's not that bright yeah,
1: yeah exactly <laughs> Previews for the 2013 Atelstra Premiership round 25. Geez, we're getting there now, second last week, and we kick off uh, Friday night football. The Brisbane Broncos taking on the Knights up here at Suncorp Stadium. Shocking. Broncos at home on a Friday night, I know. It's an old joke. Ashley Klein's one of the referees, so fucking enjoy that. Um, <laughs> the joke gets funnier. <laughs> the joke gets funnier. So, the Knights. They really need this one. The Broncos, they, you know, they need it too. Because let's face it, you know, there's looming, looming peptide stuff. You know, the Sharkies might get rubbed out. Uh, Broncos, you know, they're they're close enough if they're good enough as well. But
2: yeah, look, I, I'm interested to see how Josh Hoffman plays. Where he comes out and um, and really uh, just fucking kills it, or whether he
1: fucking throws his hands in the air and says fuck it. If he like you know, so what he like he purposely he purposely misses a, a try-saving tackle for the game and then and then he gets up and and you know the, the, you know he's getting jeers because people like you obviously fucking dogged that tackle. And so he just gets up he, um, he just gets up and starts like riding like he's riding a horse and like doing a lasso thing just to say, hey, fuck you, I'm going to the cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy 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 missing the finals, can't see you
2: later. <laughs> Well, that would be a very impressive parting shot. He'd be Hang my favourite moment in th- football
1: history, and obviously seen a fucking great premiership wins to my side. What about um, Josh Hoffman's Ben Barber's cousin? Yeah, how about that? Did you know that? How are you going to do that your family? I'm all family. I'm, I'm fucking family, family. I'm coming up to family, family. Cousins family. don't count as family. Family, family. Family, I'm family. family.
2: I'm, and then, coming, so, except- I'm coming up to be closer to my family, except for my cousin. Except Fuck
1: I'm going to bro- break the neck off this bottle <laughs> and shove it up my cousin's ass, because family, family, family. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes Um, (laughs) Cousins don't class as family Clearly (laughs) Um, I think the Knights Will win this game
1: Yeah it's funny The Knights I believe I just uh, looked at The tips today And I think The Knights Are actually Far too many points In them I think think the Knights Were I think when I Looked at it Earlier today They were sitting About $2.25 Yeah really Which is pretty Fucking ridiculous I think Because I mean The Knights Need it too And I mean Yeah you know The Knights Haven't been Setting the world On fire Or anything like that But you know They're still in the mix Sure, I um I just think Knights have got
2: too many points in them, and um I think people probably look at the Broncos as a solid side and a yep. and a safe bet at home, but um it's late in the season and um yeah I
1: think the Knights. Yep, I think the Knights too. Just you know, it's time. It well, put it this way: if the Knights don't win this game, then. You know, where where do they possibly go? I mean, they'll still kind of be, you know, around finals or in finals contention, but if you can't beat the Broncos at this stage of the season when shit's getting real, yeah, fuck. You've, got, you've got no business being there. Speaking of teams that got no business being anywhere, West Tigers take on the South <laughs> <City Ravis. laughs> at, old, at old Allianz. <laughs> the Sydney Football Stadium. <laughs> And uh, you have got Henry Perinara, so fucking make sure you make sure you fall over the line, three meters over the line, fucking ground that thing, because otherwise you get held up. Um- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please, all our trials will be eighty eighty meter runaway efforts. as you fucking smash the rabidos and um, sit them on the fucking seat of their pants and give them a wake up call heading into the finals. Now, um, speaking of wake up calls. Uh, fucking wake we, up to yourself, Glenn!
1: <laughs> wake up, wake up to yourself, Glenn! You're talking shit. But uh, also, unfortunately, because you know, uh, illness did uh, interfere with us this week. You haven't, had, you didn't have the opportunity to fucking gloat about, you know, Luke Brooks, day, you know, his debut and the, the way future. he actually turned, he turned out, uh, yeah, the future. Yes, yes, I much. I mean, like, I did see, I did see Robbie Farrell on Twitter calling him Wee Man. And I mean, yeah, and, and Wee Man is because oh, I was going to go with like, you know, like you saw like a Tyrion Lannister sort of thing, sure. like calling, calling him. But he's cool. Let's go Wee Man, the fucking butt of jackasses joke. <laughs> and that's about, that's, you know, like, the best Tigers are a fucking pack of jackasses. <laughs> and, if it, and he could be the dwarven joke of that that crew. That's, that sits with that sits pretty good. You're spot on, Faf.
2: Look, the- let me just tell you <laughs> that um, from that game, when you look at Tedesco, Nofaluma, Simona, um, Corey Betty when he's back, Brooks in the side, Ciro, uh, see you, Manif and I. Fuck. And then you throw the god that is Robbie Farah into the mix as Captain Courageous. I mean,
1: some if- kind of magical fucking team because West Tigers could never keep them on the park in the same week. <laughs> 2014.
2: It just it gave me a little bit of a glimpse um, and a little bit of hope. Yep. And I was happy. And my wife said, "Clearly the Tigers are winging, winning." I said, "What makes you say that?" She goes, "You're loud and you're happy." She goes, I haven't heard that much this and, year. And you haven't oh, torn I've... the bandages off and your forearms I... and started cutting into your arms again <laughs> like last week. So I kicked her out. Um, look, I can only see one result in this game, and it's the West Tigers' dominant victory.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what you said to me before <laughs> we were there tonight. And uh, and furthermore, it's not often that you really uh, predict catastrophic defeat, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did say something along those lines <laughs> to me. Um, you look at South. I mean, Souths are just South, I mean, they're no great shakes, but they're playing the West Tigers. You guys, what did I say at the start? i will be $12? Paying twelve dollars for the win? Yeah, I think straight up. That's that's fucking crazy in a two horse race, but you don't have a chance of winning. Fucking please, what are you talking about? They're going to run. The spirit of Luke Brooks will will live strong in this side. (laughs) Because that's a cruel thing. He's come on, impressed. Can't can't play. Can't play, and now you're back to Marshall and a in the (laughs) house.
2: And now you, now you, you're praying for a guy that's played 200 first grade games and another guy that's played well over 200 first grade games, and you're praying, you're praying, and you're hoping, and you're hoping amongst hope that those two cunts will play like an 18 year old. <laughs> it's like, like it's, give yeah, me a break.
1: You, your dad, your dad's come down and gone with his fucking with a PS4 in a box and gone fucking you know, three days before Christmas and gone. Yeah, wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. Fucking check this out. Christmas, son. And you're going, fucking sweet. Get to Christmas Day. Open up the box. Expect a PS4. Fucking coins. Commodore 64. No, coins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> go a so Rubik's on, Cube with no stickers on it. Go inside and play a game of horseshoes. <laughs>
1: Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> and so that's basically that. That's about right. That's 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 the situation that the Tigers. The summary watch, of isn't. this
2: game is fuck you, Dad. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> New Zealand Warriors taking on the Canberra Raiders over uh, Raiders.
2: <laughs> Been talking long.
1: Is English your second language? Over there in New Zealand, uh, Mount Smart Stadium, uh, New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, both these sides are, are fucking ratchet in terms of seasons. Canberra, in disarray at the moment, oh. they didn't go great last week. They couldn't do a thing against, uh, you know, Mighty Manly after to totally demoralise them and uh, knocked them out of finals contention. Blake Ferguson and Shandoril have been named in the side. No, they haven't. <laughs> Although Cat's hair is named in the side, so uh, he's he's come back now. The coast's clear and uh, Fern's gone. Because <laughs> that, that was one part that actually came out after last week's show, but before this week's stuff, is that... um. It was reported that it was a coup from senior players that said, you know, look, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. And then, then it came out that an article came out saying that, um, I think it was Shilo and Campese saying, well, what, or, <laughs> or, or, or it was either Shilo or, or White and Campese. And, um, and it was like, it wasn't us. That's bullshit. It wasn't a senior players thing. And then it came out a couple of days later that it fucking was. But part of the terms of the senior group of players knifing him was that the club would interview them on the site so they could say it wasn't them, so it looked like it wasn't them. <laughs> fucking what? Weak cunts. That's what it is. I mean, like really? I don't have a problem what with players. David yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with players knifing a coach. I mean, if it has to be done, it has to be done. I mean, it's probably not the best, best thing in the world to do. But if you, you know, if it's a, if it's a consensus thing and you think it's really going to turn it around, which it hasn't, incidentally. But um, if you really, if you think it's going to turn it around and rectify some sort of, you know, issue the team's facing, then okay, fine. But if you do it, fucking own it. You well the know, ass was Blake Ferguson and Chanderell. Yeah, own it, man. Like, don't be like oh, then oh yeah, as part of my as part of my fucking my treacherous deal. <laughs> um also I want you to interview me so that I can say that I didn't do it. These cats are fucking weak as piss. Mate, uh, like, what are they doing down there in camera? Just 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 a just making a-
2: hooter and fucking letting off fireworks. Up their own asses by the sound of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, just weak, weak fucking little pricks. Um, Warriors and win for this that game. reason, the Warriors are going to win by 40. Warriors are going to put 1,000 points on them. I mean, it doesn't really mean a lot, but um, the only person who's really got anything to play for in this game is Bill Tupo, who obviously wanted to impress against his former club. But other than that, I think it's going to get wrecked. Yeah, I agree. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs taking on the Penrith Panthers. Well... Dogs by how many? I mean, it's not. Like, it's not like the dogs are fantastic, but I mean, yeah, you know, the Panthers aren't, aren't that great either at the moment. Why are you hating on the Panthers so much? Not, not, I'm not hate them. Why are you,
2: you got to hate on them?
1: They just haven't been performing very well. That's all. I'm just saying, like as a te- as a football team, the job is to win, and they haven't been winning. So why am I going to tip them to fucking win anything?
2: Didn't they just win a week ago?
1: Yeah, but why you bring up old shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, how many did they win before that, though. Fucking
2: hell. I tell you, if anyone ever comes up to you and says. Do you want to host a rugby league podcast? You should say no because you're fucking you'd be shit at it. I'm just I'm telling just saying, you. If that ever happened, if anyone like Okay You know, eventually what would happen? Someone would send you an email and say, You're really fucking you're shit. You're shit at what you're doing. Look, okay, I'll tell you what this. You then. sound like Matty
1: John's here. I'll move this example to another team. So if you <laughs> say <initially> West Tigers, <laughs> I'll punch you in the fucking throat. <laughs> West Tigers. Because oh, hey, Jesus oh, Christ. what happened? Day one last week. <laughs> Does that mean shit? Even you, even you said to me in confidence that you're getting in f- confidence, f- which
2: I'm now completely bridging, <laughs> bridging. The, fuck the, You the, get a run for Canberra. The, the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that your team was getting pumped this week, and so and so that's it's it's exact same theory. I mean, like you know, f- fuck what? you. I didn't. I don't remember saying that. At Penrith, all. what have you done for me lately? We well, beat the Broncos. That was that's pretty cool, actually. All right, <laughs> Penrith by twenty. But, yeah, Penrith by hundred. <laughs> no, no, no. The doggies have got too much to play for. The doggies are going to win. Yeah, you know, they lost some guys, but I mean, they got... Even Even when you think of the guys like, you know, Cass and, and um, Pritchard and stuff that are out, and you still look at their paint, you go, they've still got some fucking decent guys in there. They've also got Tony Williams, but that aside... From that. That aside, though, you know, they've still got guys that do the job for him.
2: I'm going to pick the Panthers.
1: Fucking on what? Based on what? Based on... Well, they beat the Broncos I think the about cornerstone of
2: the A cornerstone of the Bulldogs pack isn't there, and I think... Um, Without Cassiano, they lose a lot of their go forward. They don't. They get a lot of good toiling from James Graham and Aiden Tolman, but they don't get the same impact that they get from Cassiano. Um, and I think that Tim Grant and Sam McKendry are, you know, are capable of equaling the effort from Tolman and Graham. Um, I think they, you know, certainly. Yeah, Clinton
1: Newton and Sikamanu are fucking capable of anchoring the, the old side and dragging it underwater too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so true. Um. I'm gonna go the Panthers because fuck the Bulldogs.
1: Look, I, I look I agree with that sentiment, but if I was tipping for my life, I probably wouldn't go that way. But I would, I would still stick to your reasoning. <laughs> okay, uh, the mighty manly Sea Eagles take on the Melbourne Storm at Brookvale Oval. So I guess it makes it the second anniversary of the Brookie Brawl, and I bet the ads are fucking overflowing with that imagery this week too. Yeah. Even though it brought the game into disrepute, guarantee it, uh, Brookie. I mean, why this? Why isn't this game? I mean, they only announced the last six rounds. You know what, you know, two months ago, the draw. This game was clearly, both sides were in the top four at this point. It was clearly going to be, you know, a, a, a remaining in the top four. Why is this one not a Friday or Sunday game? Oh,
2: because they knew that the resurrection of the West Tigers would be in full effect. Um, yeah, and and instead they, we want
1: to got the Tigers get slaughtered by a million like that other game they, they played South this year. It was like fucking 34 to 4 at half time or something. Well, at the 10th minute mark.
2: Or whatever just it was. line through this game, shall
0: we?
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think the Brookvale factor will get Manly home. I think they'll beat the Storm. Uh, Jorge's uh, named named in the side. I mean, I, I imagine they got a TBA there now. I saw someone questioning one of the one of the club accounts today, saying has there been a replacement name, and they've said no. Um, you know, you'd assume, because it's that important. You'd assume that you'd assume that uh, that Peter would be uh, who's the replacement
2: winger. I need to know.
1: You know who's going to score the hat trick on the end of the brilliant fucking team in front. You know, and the rest of the field. Um, it's Jimmy Hiku who incidentally played a fucking masterful game against Cameron. I mean, that dude's fucking. His improvement is so much so quickly. He's fucking amazing. And
2: let me just say. Yep. Um, is it at Shunter eighty six? Is it eighty
1: six? Yeah,
2: I think pretty it's 86. sure it is. At Shunter eighty six, aka Ninja, aka Cockhead. Um, we've mentioned on the show before just how far above his weight this bloke's punching. Yeah. Still trotting out hiku haikus. Yeah, good on him. So, I love it. What he does is he goes to bed every night,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and, and thinks, you know what, pretty lucky man, pretty lucky man, punch him well above my weight. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump on sweet Nige B's nuts and trot out hiku
1: haikus. You do he realize goes, that Hiku sweet. played his first game in about fucking ten weeks on the weekend, so it's not like he's been doing it that you know. No, like, but he's done plenty, day.
2: and he does it every time, and he's <laughs> trotting out hiku haikus because he's in secret man love. People want to have a crack about me, Polynesians and Burgers. Um... Have you seen Sweet Nigb? Have you seen? He's got a head like a smashed crab-flavoured drop pie.
1: That's a fucking compound insult.
2: E- exactly right. And yet, at Shunter eighty six wants wants a piece of Sweet B's nuts. Hiku haikus. Shut the fuck you, up with your hiku haikus. Why do,
1: you, why, why, why do you have to bring everything back to homosexuality? Because you're Nathan, you're projecting, Glenn. That's I've- what you're doing. That's, this is what they call in the fucking analyse <laughs> analysing mentally fucked people trade. Yeah. <laughs> projecting. Right, gotcha. <laughs> so so I think you should leave everyone who uh, uses the hash hiku haiku tag alone. and if anyone else wants to fucking you know, throw, you know, learn what a haiku is first get the format right you know the 575 syllable thing get that right and I think you should just bombard the hiku haikus all fucking day at the This Week in League account because Glenn clearly loves them he's just too afraid to admit it. Now we get to the game and it's the return of T-Red and for that reason alone Manly 13+. plus. I just think
2: Manly still own the Storm. You fucking reckon?
1: Yeah. You seriously reckon that?
2: Yeah. I still think they have it over them.
1: Oh, see, I, I, I see. Even I'm, even I'm fucking hesitant to say, you know, go that far. I mean, yeah, we, have, we there are some mental scars we've inflicted on them that can never be un, undone. Uninflicted. <laughs> they, can't, they can't be uninflicted. I mean, let's face it, Melbourne Storm, you know, they can do what they like, but, the, you know, forty 0 grand final is a fucking embarrassing, yeah. embarrassing thing to have on their history and it can never be fucking un, unwritten. Yeah, I just um, and
2: I know the Storm have actually beaten Manly in a, in a couple of semi-finals since yeah. then. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just have this feeling that Manly, when Manly go out against the Storm, they're extremely confident of, of winning. Yeah. Um. And and for that reason, I think the the book factor will get them home. Yeah, a little a little bit depleted though in the
1: forwards too. If you think about it, like uh, Brent Kite's not there. Um, oh yeah, that's depleted. He's two hundred and eighty-four years old. And we lost Nud obviously. And he's uh, about to Joe, Joe, play for Penrith. Joe N- yeah, Joe uh, He's been rested. Obviously, Jason King out for season. Um, so, so the bench. I mean, you know, we got special agent special agent for Oso. He's sensational. I love him. He's a weapon playing against these. You know, he was temporarily at the Storm just in time to pick up a fucking championship and then move up, move over to the good guys. Uh, Hassan, he's an axe. I love him. Gower, who has been playing better and better every week and making me regret, you know, all the things you know, that I've ever said of him, like you know, about having to flip his fans and things like that. He's actually. <laughs> actually hasn't made mistakes, and he's actually played very well, so good on you, Gary. Um, Storm, you know, they fucking flogged the shit out of Paramount last week, so let's face it, their attacks are, well, you know, I guess... Fine-tuned? You could, you could say fine-tuned, but I guess you could say, you know, how fine-tuned is your attack when you've just got this magnificent 10-pass set play that you run with beautiful lines and guys coming in, you know, decoys and, and running these angles... But if you only just pass from dummy half and the guy goes straight through and scores a try, <laughs> <laughs> are you really fine tuning that set play? I, mean, I don't know. So I guess we'll find out anyway. I mean, it's a it's a real it's a real game. It's a real test for both sides. Obviously, both didn't the just and, run a fucking train on Parramatta. Oh, it mean, was like they didn't start doing it till what about the fifty seventh minute? Usually, yeah. I mean, it was like once they
2: started doing it, they didn't stop doing it. Well, no, it was pretty
1: much kick off try, kick <laughs> off try, kick off try for the rest of the game. It's a disgrace. It was a very very disgraceful. Um, so yeah, mainly thirteen plus, no doubt about it. Um, uh, Cronulla Sharks take on the North Queensland Cowboys down there at the dump, and um, Cowboys <laughs> were in say, a decent form, but yeah, yeah, they were, they they have been, and they they're very impressive even last week. But uh, the question is, and I hadn't really considered it before people started sort of you know talking about the possible impact. How much of that do you put on Ray Ray? Oh,
2: fucking zero. A lot of
1: people, a lot of people are saying that you know that Ray Ray. Service out of dummy half, it, one of the things that started sort of turning them about.
2: Well, I think Cost Jason's a better defender than Thompson, um, so that probably nullifies any advantage in service from dummy half that Ray Ray gave. Um, fuck, I guess this will be this game will be the the proof of the pudding
1: or yeah the pudding. Exactly, we're going to um, see what he we're going to see what sort of impact he had. Um, I saw the betting earlier. Sharks are fairly fairly comfortable favourites,
2: as you'd expect. They're their home ground, as shit of ground as it is, and they come off and they come off a, come off a, a most a, unexpected a, and dominant win. And it was a Monday night game too, which could um, play against them. But I just I think the Sharks might just burst the Cowboys' bubble, much as they burst the Roosters' bubble last week.
1: Yep, yeah, and you know, and, and get us down to that, that faded situation where we only have a zero Queensland signs in yeah. finals. I don't know
2: that. why that's a horrible thing. Like, why no. do we have to have a Queensland? If a Queensland side makes it into the eighty eighth place, eighth uh, place, and gets blasted out, who fucking cares? Oh,
1: it's kind of fun to watch.
2: I get, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't see why it's a travesty if no Queensland sides make it.
1: Well, it's a Queensland state of origin <clears> supporter <throat> thing, where it's like, oh fucking, if I'm, I'm a, I'm a Broncos supporter, I'm a Titans supporter, I'm a Cowboys supporter, but if they're out of contention. I'll, I'll go to a the Queensland storm. Yeah, I'll go to Queensland side. And if they're out of contention then I'll go to the Storm because they got some Queenslanders in too. It's just I want to yeah. fuck's sake. There's a there was a um pick your fucking team and if they're not in the finals
2: then go to Bali.
1: There was a Q and A on Reddit today, um for you know Kevin Rudd and he stated that uh that if you don't drink Forex, you're not a real Queenslander. Respond.
2: Uh, well, Kevin does a he fucking doesn't, he a doesn't spectacled, drink. <laughs> grey-headed nerd. Uh, I'd be fucked if I'm going to be insulted by him because I don't drink beer. So, fuck you, Kevin. You weren't going to get my vote anyway, but fuck you. And now you're not, you're not getting it again.
1: And you're not, and, and you're not a real Queenslander anyway. You? You're a state trader. <laughs> you don't need to be a real Queenslander. <laughs> yeah.
2: The, the reasons I'm not a true, true Queenslander have nothing
1: to do with why I don't drink beer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sydney Roosters are taking on the Gold Coast Titans. It's our uh, delayed uh, Sunday game. For Channel 9, Matt Chechen's refereeing it. Um, unfortunate for you, Rooster supporters. I know you've been fucked over by the refs as much as Manly has this season. Um, now, the Gold Coast Titans, they carry some uh, some some injury issues, no doubt about it. Uh, I did see an article where it's like, oh, you know, they're, they're struggling to field a full 17. And in fact, number 16 on this team list I have in front of me is TBC. Do you have a, a name on there? Uh, yeah, TBC. TBC. So Lottie Takiri, potentially, is going to be running out <laughs> for uh, the Titans. I'm not sure how that's going to work. But uh, funnily enough, you see the West Tigers taking on the Rabbits, $12 you can get for the West Tigers. The Titans against the Roosters, $14. Jesus H, crossed. Oh, that's about as wide as I've ever seen. I don't even think, remember that game with the West Tigers when um, they were playing Rabbits at the start of the season? No, was, we,
2: were, we were 16 bucks or something against the Roosters. O-
1: oh, okay. Against the Roosters just oh, the other week. Oh, really? Okay, well, there you go. Rightfully so, too. Fuck, we got <laughs> absolutely thumped. So, yeah, the Roosters are going to win this game. They're going to win it by 30. Um, the Titans you know, are- I'll put money on them, though. you got to, because then if it comes through, you like put your betting slip on and go, fucking genius, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Call me a shit fan, put, put, put fucker. Put $5 on and I'm fucking millionaire. Suck on that. Um, so, yeah, the Roosters are going to win by 1,000. The Titans are done, done, done. You know, people like Mupp would like to say, you know, they're the team of destiny and, you know, they try and like, piggyback on the shit that you but carry on with. People like Mupp aren't real people. Yeah, and not only that, they don't know anything about football too, because uh, they're shit tight. I mean, you know, did I pick him for the spoon this year? I can't remember. I certainly picked him for I picked him for, for a lowly position. I know Me? that for a fact. Don't have a spoon, but you know what? Yeah, Titans fans, you you've got a heavy defeat coming up against the Roosters and you've got another heavy defeat next week against whoever you're playing, you know, even if it's Parramatta. Um so quite frankly, you might not get the spoon, but you'd be fucking close enough to it, especially when you were dueling for fourth place for a large portion of the season. you, know, you got every right every every right to feel absolutely ashamed yourselves. Roosters by 1,000. bill shirtless men of the match. Parramatta Eels taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And this will be the final installation of uh, Monday Night Footbitch for the it, season. It will too. Um, and for that reason, and for the reason that the Dragons were so fucking hopeless last week, I'm going to pick the Eels to win. Wow. I know. Okay, the, the Dragons were hopeless, but I mean, I'll put that down to like, you know, magic from fucking Wee Man, you know, and... and-
2: that's I mean what you, I you can't
1: you can't argue with the performance of the future.
2: Um and, and the man I say man, he's a child. Essentially, he's a teenager. He's a child and he carved up the dragons and they bitched about him being able to play. Um such is the the, the level of cunty snish in the, the dragons fan base. Mm-hmm. Um and to be honest, if Luke Brooks can carve up the dragons single handedly, uh Jared Hain What's I Ben like Roberts going to do to them? What the fuck? <laughs> what is fucking? Illuminaries like Val
1: Tautai
2: and Luke Kelly going to be able to do to them? Um, yeah, I think the Eels might
1: crack it for a winny. Oh, look, I, I can't, I can't tip them no matter what. The Dragons going to beat those hopeless fuckers. Yeah, I mean this is actually
2: maybe maybe it's just wishful thinking, you yeah. know, or maybe yeah. it's just me projecting. As this is, you put this it. is this
1: is this is This is actually going to be hyperbole three too.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I look forward to um, the tears of Dragons fans. Because if you lose to Parramatta... And if Parra beat the Dragons, then I'm guaranteed a, a jersey win over M51 of order, who is... Um, <sighs> Fairly is, scarce. He's been very, very scarce lately. <laughs> he might be up busking with yeah. his fucking two-stringed mandolin Too, uh, down to try at and the fucking get central, funds. central station with no <laughs> pants on, playing his lonely song.
1: Of, uh, you know, the uh, Saints go marching in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, eels, one to twelve. Dragons. But and like, you know, it's, it's one this, to one and a half. Yeah, this is this it's gonna be it's gonna be a cripple fight, make no mistake about it. We're not gonna see any sparkling rugby league. And in fact, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch Monday night football to be honest, because fuck this game. <laughs> That is full time for episode 135. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So make sure you hit that like button, share our post, stuff like that, and also throw your feedback. You can send us a private message if you're bashful, but, you know, just throw something on the timeline or reply to the, the post Trumpeting the arrival of the next new episode or whatever So everyone can jump on there All good Um, iTunes, we've got a new review Once again, this review came in in time for this week's show If we had to record it on Tuesday night like we normally do It it wasn't there I know it wasn't there because I checked Um, It's from Still Waiting Shark Five stars, top notch Without doubt, the most refreshing rugby league podcast out there It's nice to hear the ins and outs of the greatest game of all From two blokes who have no experience for a change Thanks guys, keep up the good work Short and sweet and to the point he, he, he's saying we're not like we're not you know like fucking Manny Johns or well, you know you know TV imbos that's what he's saying he's right. like two regular guys okay well you know maybe that's what I should have
2: said that's all I'm saying like two guys i not take you, <laughs> you know, something say it be
1: taken as an insult yeah well, I didn't no take it. experience
2: I, in what no you know is it no experience in talking shit because quite frankly you've got a lot of experience
1: look I didn't take it that way so just fucking lay off Lay off the fella. He, d- he was good enough to do a review. All right. Fantasy. Okay, we're coming down to the business end now, and uh, the order on the uh, the group uh, this week in League Comp. Mighty Bulldogs taking the lead uh, over Cerberus, Dane Laurie for PM, Greendale Goblins, Toto's Terrors, Jolly As, Sherwood Scorpions, who are just plummeting like a stone after the old apocalypse of injuries. Uh, MC Willie Blocked, El Ducho's Dopers also plummeting, and Burke's Eagles. Tipping. Holy shit, we've got a new leader, and he's a leader in his own right. Speaking of sure with Scorpions plummeting, Troy Schroeder, on the other hand, (laughs) charging up the charts, and uh, his seven last week was um, higher than every single other person in the top 10, at least one, maybe, and and often two and three uh, marks higher than everyone else, and so he's on the top uh, with 131 points. Second, we have Desi's Ducks on 130, Ben Diggity, 129, tied with Boxcar Jason, Williams 277. Uh, that takes us through to fifth. Lin, Voodoo Rock, Bendem Like Fooey uh all on 128, so three points off the lead. And then we've got, sorry, Bendem Like Fooey Fui is on 125 with Big Dan, Animal NZ, and Aussie 11198. So that takes us through. That's the top 11, actually. So we've got uh, the top 10, six points from top to, top to bottom. And uh, I guess everyone's still in it. But, you know, with a week to go and obviously less matches being played in finals, I think it's going to come down to probably the top seven. 128 to 131 points at the moment. But Troy Schrader, it's box only, seat now. Yeah, they only take a, a couple of wins from the people at the top to, to break away. Exactly. Okay, and of course, we have uh, still some minor, minor stock of the Revelation shirt, hats, and stubby coolers. So hit up thisweekinleague.com forward slash online dash shop. And uh, shit's going into clearance mode there. Uh, God, I noticed with the Tigers and the client stuff, you know, we're getting rid of a lot of stubby cools and stuff like that. What sort of stock of those guys? Are
2: there?
1: of stubby coolers. Oh, do we? Okay, cool. But Okay, cool. So, uh, get in there, and, um, yeah, Tigers into client we shirts, I've noticed. Do the next batch
2: of hats with the, the new
1: logo? Yeah, we'll have to do them at some point, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, we'll probably price those bad boys up. Um, and also, you know, the next shirt as well, the undefeated, that shirt has to come out, so, I mean, you know, we'll probably get a design for that out. I mean, it's been a bit busy this week, so probably would have wanted the design sort of finalised by now, but, you know, it been a bit, uh, yeah, the fuck up. so I'll uh, try... <coughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, Trotters had a suggestion through the week as well, and said that um, if you do a real talk shirt. It's I'm like like... Something like no. He said, uh, if you "Do a real talk shirt, do it like Run DMC like style." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good idea. Trotters could do that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Know, would we do it like the same, like like black shirt, white text with the red bars, or would we do it like you know yeah. with like our, our like our colours, like a, yeah, a yellow shirt, green bars, and white, text, you know, you know, some you know some combination of the three, yeah. So or watch it. Yeah, I guess watch it wouldn't work as well. Oh, it probably would. Yeah, I don't know. I'd a yellow shirt just to fucking do it. So here, let's check this out. Fucking colourful shit. Puss <laughs> it out <laughs> anyway <laughs> exactly suggestions are welcome of course and tigers and client as we've seen you know we've still got some stock looking there though we we don't have a lot of fucking stock um i think if you're interested in a in a, in a small or a large you're probably going okay what are those ones down there are they mediums down the end so, so the mediums uh, other sizes getting kind of low getting kind of low um, especially sizes I think two X's I think they're gone now um, they're, they're all accounted for um, I got an email from um, PayPal the other day saying that the inventory ran run out on those bad boys um, small, small medium large still you know fairly good um, yeah I think anything smaller than small and anything bigger than XL get amongst it yeah get amongst it cool um, that's it and the shirt's are obviously standard I've seen tweets from people and, and texts as I said earlier saying that you know the shirt's coming through love it and everything yeah, like that so it's great if you
2: a, um, a Tigers and a Klein shirt with a Revelation shirt or a hat or a Stubby Cooler to go
1: with mm-hmm. uh, you shall get it early next week yep um,
0: we had some logistical issues getting hold of the other stock exactly well, well yeah our-
1: Exactly, like I, I, had the, I had the box of tigers, the tigers and the client shirts were obviously shipped here to my place, so the ones that were just like straight shirt orders, I, I had all those in there, and certainly um, all the ones shipped up to a certain date uh, have gone, so um, maybe if you ordered them, you know, sort of after that point, you'll be coming out in the next batch, so uh, yeah, we'll see what it can work out for you anyway, but uh, yeah, you should have them all shortly, no matter what, and thank you for your uh, supporting the show. Legends. That's it. Okay, so uh, that's it for the show. Um, obviously, a shortened show this week, but we're looking at the time the timestamp there. We've obviously crapped on for a fucking long time on other stuff. Um, if we had the recaps in there, we'd be looking at a three-hour show. But um, there you go. So get it out there, and uh, you know, hopefully you, you've got enough time to enjoy it uh, before the rounds of football, and so it's still fucking relevant. See you next week. See ya.